Previously on The Orphan Tree, a fire elemental has a run-in with law enforcement, a moon goblin digs through a dumpster, and a half-goblin forest dwarf visits an orphanage. These are the tales of the crossroads, adventures that take place across all the dimensions connected to the crossroads world. Series 1, The Orphan Tree, Episode 2, A Fire in the Night. You guys are all woken by shouts of alarm and panic in the dead of night. People are yelling, screaming, just running around, you know, you guys in the end here, you know, footsteps thump thump thumping on wood as other people run downstairs. One of the servants is still there. Hey, what's going on? Oh, there's some sort of fire at the orphanage. I don't, oh, everyone's no. running off to help. I I gotta stay here and watch this, but you should go help. Yeah, being a semi-local, I know the significance of the tree, so I'm gonna I definitely can help. I see. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! <laughs> fire elementals don't just start fires. I assume they have some control over what they start. That's really interesting. She could very well be a suspect here. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, can we pause for a second? Yeah, hold on. Please tell me you weren't sleeping in the special purple tree. Why would I sleep in the purple tree? That's really conspicuous. People are going to notice. Also, it would be hard to sleep with all that light. (laughs) Also very glowy. Yeah, it sounds like he was sleeping in a tree behind the inn, which is other side of town. Alright, you run off following the villagers help with the fire. Danya, you wake up, you hear pounding footsteps. What do you do? Look out the window and I assume see the fire. You see once you're not from town, so you wouldn't necessarily recognize that there's supposed to normally just be a little purple glow over there. It's not a little purple glow over there. There's bright pink and orange glow over there, and that's where everyone seems to be running. Yeah, Go after that because pretty colors and lights and. Okay, so you're running off. You can see the same thing in the distance around the inn. People running and shouting to each other. Be a good citizen or do pillage the store? <laughs> no, I ain't really good. I'll go be a concerned citizen. So I run off towards the tree. All right. So if you guys look in what? the if you guys look in your adventure now and hit. Like, run under the big picture, there's chapter one with some arrows. Hit chapter two, and you can go see a picture for this. I would love chapter to, but I two. don't want to exit out of my character for it. <laughs> okay, you don't have to. I can look at it later, or if Josh looks it up, he can show you. Fire in the night, the tree's on fire. It's very sad. Mm-hmm. I cannot intelligent. Okay, so as you're approaching the orphanage, you see a very strange bright blue glow. Normally, the orphan tree puts off a modest purple glow, nothing like what you see now. When you get closer, you see a horrifying sight. The trunk of the tree is wreathed in orange flames. The flames have made their way into the branches where they burn a bright pink as they feed on the purple leaves. 
Half of the tree is engulfed in no time as villagers run to form a bucket brigade between the tree and the nearby river. I want to try and use my plant magic to infuse water into the tree to help it be more resistant to getting fire. Okay. Sure, worth a try. So do a skill check with plant magic and typically magic is governed by mental. Yeah. Yeah. Plant magic. What are your trait and flaw? I'm persuasive, so I'm going to be really persuasive to the water. Mm, I don't think that applies here. Come on, water up. What about your flaw? Oh, afraid of mirrors, right? Okay, yeah, that wouldn't apply either. Okay. All right, so make a roll, and we'll... I got a 10. Okay, so you run up, and you can tell it's helping. It's, you know, not going to put out the fire all on your own. But it's helping. But it's helping. Maybe slow the fire a little bit as the villagers form a bucket brigade. I could also help heal it after. Ooh, that would be good. All right. Shade and Danya, what are you guys doing? I'd be trying to pull the flames away from the tree and toward me. Okay, so this is an interesting part, and we might want to maybe redesign your character a little bit. But just because your race is... Fire elemental, you need a skill that has to do with controlling okay. fire. That makes sense. So, Let um, me look at what I got. Yeah, so look at your skills. Maybe one of them combined with being a fire elemental would give you that ability, or maybe we need to replace one of your skills with... You could just do fire elemental as a skill to be able to do stuff like that. It would make sense. Otherwise, I would say that... You just kind of are, but you don't really know how to do special stuff besides, you know, not burn stuff you sit on. It would be like learning to channel your natural energy. Monks take years to do that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. probably requires some learning to be able to connect with yeah. an external fire. How about I change either survivalist or fence to them? Yeah, your choice, depending on which one you want to keep. You say your one was fence? Yeah. You don't get the sense that that's something your character would have. Yeah, your character doesn't seem smart enough for that. <laughs> she was talking about fencing. That's what I thought at first, too. And I think she did say fencing before. <laughs> fencing like swashbuckling or fencing like picket fence? I, I think th- when she was introducing her character, she had said fencing like swashbuckling, but she just said fence like buying yeah, stolen goods and reselling. So. Oh. Yeah, she's not smart enough for that. Based on her interaction with Scruffy, I don't think she has the, the social skill <laughs> for that. Job. <laughs> All right, so how should I phrase? I'd just put fire elemental as a skill. Your race and your skill. you got to be skilled in how to use your oh, fire manipulation. Sure. That works. Yeah. That works. Then I'm not being lazy about it. Okay, so put that in and then do a roll for me. I'm I'm, I'm kind of hoping she rolls, like, super badly and adds to the fire first. Whoops! No, the <laughs> other way, the other way! <laughs> no, stop! Ah. Then she'll definitely get arrested. If it helps, it's the lowest of my, uh... It would probably be a mental, right? Yeah, generally, magic control stuff is mental. Mental is my highest one. If you had magic where you were trying to do something like... Oh, that's fun. 
like charm a person that could maybe be a social instead well, of mental or something. Made of fire, dragging it back might be physical. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that argument. Is physical better than mental for you? Yes. Yeah, I'll accept that argument. Because I am. I'm trying to pull yeah, it from it the be, tree to uh, take some physical flexing sort of to. So people will see that the flames are coming off the tree and you're absorbing them to get them away from the tree. Yeah, that could be it. All right, so make a roll and include your trait or flaw as a bonus or negative if, you, if they apply. So generally with trait and flaw, generally trait is a good thing that helps you, and it usually you're going to get a plus. And flaw is the opposite. Usually it's a bad thing. Generally you're going to get a negative. Yeah, but there are situations where a flaw could be helpful. You are like, running from insects. Oh, look, this gives insect yeah. phobia. It gives you a plus one. It gives you a boost to running away, exactly. And sometimes, you know, a trait that is generally good can be a hindrance. Like if your trait is honesty, but you want to lie to somebody, it's going to make it a little harder because okay. you're not as, as experienced in it. Well, my fire manipulation was a one, but my physical was a four. And I don't, the total? I don't know where the bonuses are coming from. Oh, there we go, those bonuses. Yes. Sorry, seven. Oh, seven? Yes. Okay, so you are also helping. Again, you're not going to fix it all on your own with that kind of roll. But, you know, run up near the trunk of the tree and you start pulling off some flames. Well, watch you just kind of reeling it off and they're just like, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is Shade doing? I'm going to run up to the tree and pee on it. Martin? <laughs> 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 I don't have fancy magic powers, guys. Okay, so. <laughs> no, it's a special sacred tree, yes. <laughs> the character doesn't understand that, I think. Oh, so, okay. so you run it, and you're peeing on it. Cinch some uh, certain hairs. <laughs> One of the villagers shouts out, Hey, come grab a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be way smarter. <laughs> yeah, so you go jump in the bucket brigade instead. <laughs> because that person's what? Was it the same one that found you in the dumpster, you think? <laughs> that would be hilarious. All right, so as you guys are doing that, you also notice that Zilpha has a magic amulet, and she is kind of at the end of the bucket brigade and is using, she's holding an amulet in one hand and then picking up buckets of water with magic, dumping them up higher on the tree. Oh, nice. And then we haven't said his name before, but oh, where'd he go? Fairy um, dude? No, the talking koala llama. Oh, okay. Huntley Horn. I really like that name. It was one of those random generated ones. When we just, I love the name Huntley Horn. Anyways, he also can use telepathy because he has no arms because he's a llama. So he is also doing that to help with buckets up higher up. So there's villagers throwing buckets of water on the trunk, and then these two are getting water higher up. And then, as you guys are working, you also see Balthorum, the Dark Goblin. He runs up, casts a little magic, and a water elemental appears. And it starts spraying water on the tree. I should do a roll for that water elemental to see if it hits the fire elemental. That would be, that would be entertaining. 
No, he's skilled enough. The the water elemental is skilled enough. Cool. And he is aiming for the top of the tree generally, not the trunk, because the villagers reach the trunk. Right. So those that can get higher are aiming higher. Mm-hmm. And I'm sending as much water throughout the whole tree as I can through the inside of the tree. Yeah. So. And I, I would say you're it's plant magic instead of water magic. You're probably more just like bolstering the tree, bolstering. making it less flammable, more resistant yeah. to fire <laughs> than necessarily sending water up. I would say that would be more water magic. But. I guess it would, but it's also feeding the plants. I don't know. Yeah, part of that could be that it draws in some more water from, you know, yeah. the water that lands on the trunk and the yeah, ground from the buckets and stuff. Yeah, make it absorb that a little faster. Help it. All right, so you guys are doing this. It takes several hours to get the flames out. Okay. Well, a little faster because you guys are making some significant help, so maybe like two hours. Okay. As the sun is rising, you guys get the last little bit of flames out, you know, dump some more buckets up, the water elemental sprays more fire up. Danya, give me another flame manipulation roll, because I think you might be the best where where you've got that ability. Maybe you can sense for the others if the tree is all the way out or if there's still some fire up there that needs gone. The moment it took me out of my character, and I don't know why. Hmm. So just a side note, Morgan Le Fay has an actual legendary, like, spread of magic powers. Everything from curses to hexes to prophecy to healing. No. Yeah. So, so in that scenario, when you're playing with a person as a skill, you tend to go with like the one or two or three like most prominent things, most famous things, the things they were best at, like what stands out the most. All right, I so a whole five. Roll five. I'm gonna say that doesn't quite do it. I was gonna. So as you guys are getting the tree out, there's you know a little bit where there's a lot of debate is. Is that everything? Did we get it? Are we missing any? I can um, pull plant magic. And yeah, plant magic. Them. Maybe you could tell. If it's eleven. Might be okay. able to tell. Is the plant yeah. in distress from fires? No, you're able to tell after a little bit. You know, a couple more buckets. Like, well, there's something up over there, and you know, between everyone, you're able to get the last little bits of fire out. All right. I would like to do one more roll of magic to try and help heal damage done to the tree. Okay, in a, in a second. So, okay. So you guys can now see, now that the fire's out and it's starting to get light, the tree is bad. Not as bad as it could have been. You know, obviously it's not all burned down. It's still standing. It's got half of its leaves, but the trunk is black and charred in big areas. A lot of the leaves are gone and the branches are burnt on that part of the tree. But it's still standing. The leaves are still glowing. Like, maybe it's going to be okay. All right. I give it a hug. Okay. A moon goblin walks over and hugs the trunk. <laughs> I've had him so, on for mine. <laughs> you're also going to notice when you go to hug the trunk <laughs> that there is a large crack in the wood on one side of the tree. Hey, guys, this is weird. Come check this out. Okay, so everyone gathers around. A big old crack in the tree. Cuts, like, down to the middle of the tree. Can I fit? No, it's not wide enough for you to fit. 
But if you look inside, you can see several large purple veins in the wood that glow dimly as light kind of runs up the trunk of the tree. And in the center of the trunk, where several of the veins converge, there's an empty space as if some object was removed. Ooh. Shape of the space? Did you guys know your tree was hollow? No. You can't make anything out just based on the shape. That's small. Maybe like this big. Smaller than a basketball or... But it would have to be thin. It looks like a tree to me. No, I mean, the, the crack's not... The crack's too thin for a moon goblin to get in, but it's probably still like a foot wide. So you put your arm in there and feel Yeah, you could you could get your arm all the way in there and feel around. I will do that. Just cause. Okay, so you feel around. Alright, did you want to do a plant plant magic, magic ball and feeling the inside of the tree okay. to see if that will tell me anything about this mysterious bowl. Somebody ripped its heart out. I mean yeah. I got an eight. No, you can't tell anything about the you're specifically trying to figure out the missing object. Yeah, what is the tree missing that it needs to heal itself, basically, I'm trying to... You just feel that that it is missing something, but that's... Okay. You don't really learn anything new from that. All right. I will still do a healing thing on it, because even if there's something missing on it, I can still heal it. Okay, make another roll. I spent all my energy putting out the fire. I rolled a six. Make one more plant magic roll for me to see if you... Nine. Okay. So as you're trying to heal the tree, you can tell you're not making a difference. Like you said, you've used up a lot of your energy and your own strengths trying to help the tree through the fire. And you... But you can tell from that second roll, you can tell a couple things. One, the tree is missing something very important. Two, the tree is, between the fire and this missing object, the tree is not doing well. I it, Yeah, okay. You can feel the the magic slowly fading. I convey this information to the others that, like this orphaned lady. And yeah, her and a lot of the other notable villagers are nearby in there. Yeah, because the people that can actually maybe do something to try and help the tree. Yeah. They are very, very extremely concerned and start trying to figure out, you know, what they can do, what, you know, what happened, what, there was how did this happen, what happened, That's all we know what was in the tree. It was part of the tree originally, but something pulled it out and then set it on fire. I don't know what but that is. It was grouped. Rupert would set things on fire. No, it was missing from the tree. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, this is going a different route than I <laughs> So Raya and the others are very concerned and they're they're kinda of talking mm-hmm. kinda of like low voices like what do you think happened? How could this have happened to the tree? Like is this was this just an accident? Is it a regular fire? Did something happen? I don't know. It's almost like someone chopped into the tree to get a thing out of the center. Who would do such a thing to our tree though? No idea, especially when it was He's helping so many people. Yeah, I can't believe anyone would attack the tree. I don't know why. Can I roll more in the face and hypothesize? <laughs> I didn't try to determine, like, magic skill 
Okay. Just kind of get an idea of what it might have been or why somebody wanted. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Go. He's feeling around the tree now. Still yeah. hugging it? Oh. Yes. You'll be okay, big tree. That's right. Does that guy hey. stop hugging the tree? I will give you this. Maybe, you know, someone might be able to figure out without a magic skill. Um, it's an enchanted tree. Someone took something out of the middle of it. Maybe they wanted it for some sort of magical component for a spell or a potion or, you know, something, something along that lines. The source of the enchantment out of the tree, didn't they? Could be. Or I don't have any component to throw out. But, yeah, maybe. There's no way that my character would put two and two together on this. There were probably burden in the tree before it caught on fire and saw what happened. Snow White is going to commune with the animals. Look at you going all through it on us. <laughs> is that okay? Snow White doesn't talk to the animals. Yes, she does. She, she, uh, she talks to them. They don't talk back. That is true. No, but they are able to but, communicate okay. to her info. Yeah, maybe they could give her some info. Okay, sure. Go for it. Make a Snow White roll. Fourteen. Dang, fourteen. Okay. And the bird <laughs> tells all. Okay, so you, how are you doing this? Are you, are you doing the whistling thing? Are you? Yeah. yeah there's probably yeah. trees in other, or birds in other trees, and like on the roof of the orphanage, watching. Get some birds coming over, whistling, whistling back and forth. Maybe a couple songbirds, and they, they whistle back and forth. And then there's a couple of songbirds, they, they fly up, you know, they spin around, and then they, they start going somewhere. They want to lead you somewhere. I will follow them. All right. Anyone else following the birds? Sure, that's weird shit. I'm following. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I sing two birds, and they're like, this way. This way is important. Yeah, so they fly along this way. Anybody else you. following me? I think Raya will. Okay. So she'll see that and follow while the others are discussing the tree. So you guys all follow the birds. You go, you know, 50, 100 feet away. There's, you know, more trees and bushes and, and stuff. They go around a bush, and then they start, like, circling a spot and, you know, dipping down and dipping down, like, there's something here. Okay. So you walk around the bush, and you find Scruffy, the dwarf, dead on the ground. <gasps> Glad somebody came over here. Wasn't he the police enforcer guy? The new captain of the town guard. So okay. I do actually have enforcer oh. as a skill. I could probably learn something about the scuffle. Could be a little investigative. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do some investigating. Probably, I asked Raya to go tell someone, tell one, like, the mayor or something so that they know what's going on. Okay. They found more stuff. Yeah, Raya, Raya runs off and gets, you know, the mayor and, and a couple of the other others. Like, to I come back. asked the birds to show me what happened, and instead they brought me to this. Wait, you can talk to the birds? Yeah, but it's kind of a so-so communication. So I rolled an 11. So you can tell from that, looking at the body, the scene. There was a scuffle here, and he has a stab wound in his belly, and there's a pool of blood. It looks like he probably took a little while to bleed out. Which means um, he probably died while we were saving the tree, and no one noticed. It's probably... Yeah, can I estimate how long it was? It's still kind of warm. 
Stone cold, a little warm. Not stone cold, a little warm. I mean, like, the wood on the ground would be cold because it was nighttime, but the body's still warm. So, last couple hours, maybe. Certainly sometime during the night. Pass that on to the mayor. Seems like he died while we was fighting the fire. Definitely been stabbed right there. Probably took a little while to bleed out. I think this is... I think this is tied to the tree? What, what would have happened here? I'm not sure, but it's at the same time that the tree was apparently set on fire. Raya speaks up and she's like, it's, it's got to be related. It's a quiet it's town. Two things happening in the same night at the same time. Mm. There's, there's got to be connected. Was he trying to stop somebody from setting the tree on fire? That could be. Because he's the enforcer in town, right? Yeah. Yeah. My character is Melon Put, and we've already established. Don't have the best <laughs> so, Morgan Le Fay was reputed to have necromantic mm-hmm. powers. I could try to cast Speak with Dead. <laughs> Go ahead and try. It's going <laughs> to... Explain what you're doing to everybody else first. Don't <laughs> explain what you're doing. It's much better. <laughs> what would your character actually do? Do they want to get run off? He would... He would have the idea, try the idea, and then explain what he was doing. Okay. Let's see here. I thought you said he was dead. <laughs> oh, no, he's still dead. <laughs> I am one. <laughs> Nine. You try, but you're... It doesn't even switch? If you'd gotten, like, a 15, I was going to give you a little something, but... Like my 14? Yeah. That was pretty great. Yeah, I got nothing else. Okay. Okay. The mayor calls over some members of the town guard. They go gather up Scruffy and carry him off to take care of him. Everyone, at this point, all the villagers and mayor and everyone are very exhausted, worn out, emotionally, mentally. So everyone kind of decides to disperse. I think we need to have a watch on the tree, so you rotate who's on watch for the tree to make sure we can feed it, keep it alive, help it peel. That's a good idea. I'll talk to the town guard, get someone on the tree. We do need to figure out what to do about that tree. You said it's dying? It is dying without the essential piece of its enchantment piece. We're going to need to figure something out. Raya, will you look into that, see if there's anything in the... The inner house? Yeah, in the, the orphanage records that maybe could give us a clue. Now, records, that I can help with. You're good at searching records? Cool. I'm a, like, I'm a librarian. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm a librarian that goes dumpster diving, apparently. <laughs> okay. Hey, great. Why don't you go and help her? So you, you can help with the records. You can maybe help with the tree. Yeah, I can help. In the meantime, figure yeah. out what you can do. I don't think you didn't follow the birds, right, Danya? No, I'm still admiring the purple tree that I didn't know came in that color. Okay. <laughs> Even though it's that dead. Trees usually don't come in purple. It's fair. <laughs> All right. So you off you. Maybe. I instruct some others on how to tend to a tree that's been injured like this. Okay. So knowing nothing about trees myself, I'm going to assume that that might mean 
making up like a poultice and putting on the tree's wound and maybe wrapping it or something. Yeah, it's, but Stuff my dad would know that I don't yeah. know, but my dad knows. This is a fantasy world, so that's what works for trees in this world. <laughs> I don't know if that's how you do it in the real world, but sure. That's, that's what I'm going to go with. Okay, so you're working on that. Shade, give me a librarian role to search the... Here's your librarian. Oh, you get all your nice rolled dice? And I still only rolled a nine. Oh, <laughs> Okay, so you're searching, but Raya's the one that finds after uh, probably a couple, well, probably like two hours or something. She finds a reference to... <laughs> some monks that used to come and care for the tree regularly. They used to come and pour some sort of enchanted water on the tree to help it grow when it was young. Not that kind of enchanted water, dang it. I poured enchanted water on it. What's the problem? Pee is not enchanted water. Pee is pee. I was going to say, don't touch the other. Also, if you put it on fire with pee and not more smell ever, my father. Oh, gosh. I don't want to know. <laughs> oh, that was one stanky tree. Apparently. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So you guys find this reference, and Raya says, okay, we need to... I need to go talk to someone. I need to figure out someone something out. Why don't you meet me in front of the inn in, like, 20 minutes? Okay. She heads out. She'll stop until you guys that are at the tree, like, hey, meet at the inn in 20 minutes. Okay. And she leaves. It's going to take a few minutes to put things very nicely away, because librarians care. Probably nicer than you found it. And then I go, well, I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> then I go to the inn, you said? Yeah. Then, yeah, at some point, where where, where are you at during this, you know, two hours? I'd probably... So out, everyone's dispersing. Disperse, head back to bed. So you go back to bed. All right. So you wake up again a little later, someone's knocking on the door. Hey, town meeting, ten minutes in front of the inn. Talk about the events of last night. And then, you know, you can hear them knocking on other doors down the hallway. Well, it's probably now... Ten. So I'm trying to decide if my amnesia is an ongoing thing where I kind of have a little trouble recalling recent events or if it's just I had a block of mine. I'd assumed it was something in the past is yeah, just a, Yeah, I think it was Okay. Not dementia. Um, but yeah. Not um, not Dory syndrome. Yeah. Right? Something in the recent past that you can't remember exactly, I don't know. Okay, so you guys all meet in front of the inn. Everyone's here. Or most everyone. There's probably four, five hundred people here. Looks like most of the village, but there aren't a whole lot of little kids here. So you get the sense that there's, it's, it's not everybody. It's a serious meeting because it's only the adult. Well, there's some kids, but there's probably a lot of people that just, like, maybe the husband came and the wife watched the kids at home or, yeah. or vice versa. Everyone is exhausted. Everyone looks stressed, depressed, worried. A lot of them are angry. If you're listening, you catch a lot of people talking about Scruffy. There's a lot of theories flying around about bandits and dark wizards and all sorts of stuff. A couple of the, or a good number of the villagers that seem to be just like farmers and carpenters and stuff, not town guardsmen, have swords and daggers and bows and stuff on them. 
All right, I'm going to try and use my Robin Hood skill to talk to the people to get us together in trying to solve the problems and trying to dwell on all the other little things that could be going. Okay. Before you do that, I will also add, Raya, Balthron, Huntley, and Zilpha are all standing up on the porch of the inn. Yeah, I'll talk as if they're and they're like they're waiting as people are gathering. I'll go over there okay. and chat with them for a little bit first, but I'm gonna do that with my role for getting the crowd in a better mood for the meeting. Okay, so when you go talk to him, Raya says, you know, she she has some ideas about how to save the tree. She wanted to give everyone the information about what. What do you do know of last night so everyone's on the same page and try to find some people to help take care of the situations. So once everyone's gathered up, she's ready to start the, the meeting. You wanna, my little, you wanna start it off and yeah. get everyone's attention? Okay. Um, 11. Okay, so you, you step up and you try to get everyone's attention. What do you? Hey, um, we're all gathered here to talk about last night. So we know all the details and we're all on the same page. Let's try and focus together as a group so that we can solve the issues we have, not make more problems trying to do multiple solutions. Okay. On the one hand, you're kind of a stranger to the village, right? You just came into town. Yeah, but I'm from the Yeah, you're my, well, maybe your family's gone, so maybe a few people are like, oh, yeah, that's that. Owner of that shop. Yeah, her parents own that shop in White Selby. But more importantly, you've got plant magic, and you worked hard to save the tree last night and this morning. Mm-hmm. So you that would have gained you some respect. So everyone stops and listens, and once you're done, Raya steps up, and she says, As you all know, our beloved orphan tree, the Ailehuya, nearly burned down this morning in the dark hours of the night. Sadly... Scruffy was also killed by some unknown attackers. The crowd gets angry. A lot of people shout, and they want, they want to find who killed Scruffy, and they want to kill him. Scruffy was beloved. He was a great guy. Everyone liked him. So she gives them a minute to rail and yell and be angry about it. And then when they fall silent again, you know, she calls the prayer, they fall silent, she continues. Valthrin <laughs> and Zara have examined the tree, and we have some sad news. It's dying. The crowd gasps. From what we can determine, the attackers set fire to the tree so they could steal something from the heart of the tree. I don't know why. I don't know what. There may be a way to save the tree, though. Uh, we looked into the records at the orphanage. An old legend may point the way. I need some volunteers willing to go on a journey to search for the cure. It may be dangerous, and it'll probably take a week or two. Who do I have? I might I run into humans on this adventure. Okay, so the fire elemental puts up her hand immediately. I want to kill people! No! (laughs) I will go and help find the cure. Okay, that... Thank you, Zara. That was great. I don't know your name. Mania. Mania. Maybe? I I don't know. Is that important? (laughs) Probably not. Would be bonus. Okay, she probably doesn't know about the things, so hold on. She made you take them down. Just making sure. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, there's bandits are kind of a problem around here. Sold. Okay, we got one. Who else? Sorry, I've all. Oh, right, Zara, you're doing it. Okay. 
I'll go help the sad tree. All right. Um, Zara, do you need... I think you'll probably be in charge of this. You seem... You can handle that. Most ca- capable. She's a little unsure of the other two. Do we need anyone else? That's what you should chirp in about. No, I gotta be. <laughs> Your three-headed dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, there's a Cerberus. I forgot you about him running around, too. <laughs> I told him he should oh. say that he left it outside. I maybe it's like a dog-sized Cerberus. Yeah. So the three heads and... Well, okay, so maybe... Just a puppy, really. Maybe he was still asleep behind the inn while all that was going on, and... He's back there getting in the dumpster. He probably would have been in there with you yesterday, too. Yeah, <laughs> getting dinner, so he's probably getting breakfast. Oh, right, right. I'll meet you in a few minutes. I just got to go get my dog. Well, I have my Pegasus, so. Probably, there's probably a stables on one yeah, side of the inn. Or she's in. Okay. So Raya says, okay. Why don't you guys, we can go inside, we can discuss details, and get you on your way. All right. Everyone else, thank you for coming. We'll hopefully get this figured out. If anyone needs to talk, if anyone needs anything, you know, come talk to me, come talk to the mayor or someone. Hopefully we can get this all figured out. Not Scrappy. Don't talk to Scrappy. He won't help. I tried, okay? (laughs) (laughs) What? Please, please just go inside. (laughs) Please. Yeah, sure. Sorry. Some people don't know this. What do you know when you try to talk to him? She told everyone Scruffy died. It but not of... everyone knows you can't speak to dead people. I can sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Tales of the Crossroads is brought to you by Sal Fane Games and the Crossroads Interdimensional Tabletop RPG. Thank you for listening.